this is Jen Rottenberg, Head of Partnerships at Athleta, and this is One-on-One -on -one with ADC Partners. Hi, this is Dave Elmy of ADC Partners. So I think it's safe to say that we've arrived at something of an inflection point for women's sports. I mean, think about it. NWSL games are selling out. The WNBA just turned 25. Happy birthday, WNBA. U.S. women's soccer recently secured pay equity with the men. And on and on. Women's sports are generating more attention and more revenue than ever before. And no brand is perhaps better positioned to take advantage of this momentum than women's sportswear brand Athleta. In this episode, we connect with Jen Rottenberg, Athleta's Head of Partnerships, to discuss the brand's approach to sports marketing. We dive into their partnerships with Simone Biles and Allison Felix, and what makes them so impactful. Why partnership depth is better than breadth, and what she's looking for in new opportunities. And, if you listen to the end, we'll even find out how the Massachusetts native's Boston accent is holding up. Jen Rottenberg, you've, you've done a ton of work on the property side in the past, right? Before, uh, of not, on the partnership side, right? Because you were doing work with USA Water Polo, uh, as we were just talking about with fan-controlled football. So Athleta's the first time you've been on the brand side. So I'm wondering if you can start off by talking a little bit about what that transition was like. What, what surprised you the most about that change in perspective? <laughs> the volume of inbound is overwhelming, <laughs> uh, which I definitely appreciate. But but what I've been able to take with me uh, from years of uh, essentially being on the sales side is, I, I would say, actually a level of compassion. Oh, yeah. So they always, um, th all these studies about how, you know, people generally want to be liked. And if you say no to people, they tend to not like you. So... A lot of folks, when they're getting pitched things, have trouble saying no, thank you. Um, and on your, when you're the salesperson, the thing you want most is to just know where you stand. Is it a yes or a no? And frankly, if it's a no, that's fine. I can move on and pitch the next person. So one thing I, I try to do is, you know, be really upfront with folks if if it's just not an option and not shy away from from saying no, thank you. Um, and also, you know, even if things are are taking longer than I would hope, which is something that I have learned here. Uh, you mentioned being on the on the property um, side, but but also a, a number of my stops along the way have have been at startups. Yeah, and they tend to move at the speed of lightning, and uh, and I have learned that uh, you know on the large brand side, uh, things do not move quite at the speed of lightning. And so you know I'm I'm in conversations with folks that have reached out or that we've reached out to, and things don't move quite as quickly as as either might hope, but. But I try to be clear if if I think we're actually going to get somewhere. And for those people who don't know, I mean, Athleta is, is part of the gap. I mean, it's right. a big company. So you're fit into that. You know, there's, you know, Old Navy and there's Gap and there's Banana Republic and then there's Athleta. So this is pretty monolithic and you just don't get to make decisions all by your lonesome and say, hey, that looks fantastic. Let's do that. <laughs> I think it speaks to the challenges so sort or sort of the process better word than challenges about how decisions get made internally this is this is a group effort and there's a lot of people looking at how these partnerships work because they are so impactful on the brand right i mean they are very visible 
I also appreciate the fact, you know, you said being on the sell side, a, a quick no is better than a thousand maybes. Yeah, always, I always feel that way because, you know, it's, it's, you have to be respectful of someone else's time. And if I'm taking my time every two weeks to ping you again, because you haven't told me yes or no, I'd rather just go on to the next person, but I also am patiently persistent. So I won't give up on you until you actually tell me no. <laughs> I am borrowing the phrase patiently persistent and going to be using that. And um, this is also where you're really glad you have a spit screen on your microphone when you yes. say patiently persistent. Too Please much. do. Someone else called me that once uh, quite a long time ago and I, I liked it. So I uh, consider it stolen right here yes, early right. in the podcast too. So I'm like, God only knows what other things we're going to be able to come with, come up with associated with that. So, so yeah, time and process and, trying to make sure that you're addressing as many inbound requests as you possibly can, because you've been there, you sat in that seat, you understand what it's like to be there, but, and now to be the person who's on that side of the table, who's, who's making that. Now let's, let's talk about the category in particular, because sportswear is incredibly competitive, right? You've got some huge, you know, monolithic entrenched brands that are constantly working and building partnerships and shaking all the noise in the marketplace and, you know, spending so much against that. And then you also have all the upstarts that are coming in that you're, um, you know, guarding against, but you're certainly starting to have to look both sides from where you sit. Where do partnerships fit for Athleta and the overall marketing strategy? And, and how, how do they keep the brand competitive in your mind and for where things seem to be headed? Sure. And I think we occupy a unique position in the space. I mean, our heritage is in performance, but mm. as we've grown, we've uh, moved ourselves into what we also um, refer to as performance lifestyle. So taking all of these technical innovations that we've come up with over time um, and, and bringing them into products that are part of your everyday life, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, your workout life. And so, uh, as well, you know, we are a women focused brand. Um, we are not a co-ed brand and we are, uh, focused not only on, uh, women's apparel, but overall women's well-being. you know, last summer, uh, we launched Athleta Well, it's our hub, um, for proceeding in, in that direction. And we are taking it from online, uh, into the real world and into our store experience as well. So, so we definitely feel like, you know, power of she women supporting women, um, that, that we have a point of differentiation. And so, uh, the way that, you know, we, we really look at our partnerships, uh, and, and we're pursuing kind of two types of partnerships. Okay. So the ones that, that folks have mostly heard of to date are our partnerships with individuals. And we really consider them, you know, our, our voice in the world, uh, to, to amplify uh, our, our position and our brand values. Uh, and, uh, and we are also looking at strategic alliances that are, you know, with like-minded companies and, and organizations um, that as well, you know, are, are looking to support and empower women and girls and help them reach their limitless potential. So, so we approach all these partnerships in a more holistic way. How do they fit in and, and amplify across various areas of the business? How do they help us continue to raise awareness for ourselves and our brand values? Um, and how do they take our brand values um, beyond Athleta and into the world? You know, we're going to talk a little bit about brand values 
and the importance of those and how the partnerships help bring those to life. But I wanted to key on on something that you just said about, you know, like you said, I think most people are familiar with the athlete partnerships with like Simone Biles, who you brought up earlier and, and things like that. Being the voice in the world. And we talk about this a lot with the idea of partnerships, right? With advertising, you're just saying something. You're saying the thing that you want to be perceived at. But when you align with an individual who has their own established presence in a market or amongst a group of people, it does allow you to borrow their voice, to borrow their placement in a way that is just fundamentally different for the brand. Can you talk about that a little bit, that voice in the world that they bring to the table and, and why that is so important for Athleta? Sure. I mean, we definitely have been very uh, strategic and circumspect to date in the individuals that we've partnered with. And we've, like I said, looked at it really in a holistic way. So not a transactional relationship, mm -hmm. you pay you, you do this, but really how do we do things together that uh, improve the lives of women and girls. Yeah. And so we start with Allison Felix and uh, you know, we have worked uh, with her on our childcare grants through our Power of She Fund, um, and she comes, and that came completely organically, and and really, you know, from her experience uh, with her daughter Cami, and uh, and we realized it was something that was important and and resonated, and and that we could do something to support. So, you know, it started with the grants uh, heading into the Olympic Games, but you know, this season Allison has been running her farewell season uh, to raise more awareness for uh, these issues. And, and so we were able to support it at the US championships, which was pretty exciting. And so it's, it's about taking what's important to her um, and thinking about what's important to our customers and, and to women overall, and, and how do we bring those together? And, you know, she also is now an entrepreneur. She launched her Sage brand, um, which it was announced uh, fairly recently that we invested in. So really looking at it in a very holistic way and, and leaning into her voice and what's important to her. And now we're doing the same thing with Simone. You know, we uh, launched earlier this year uh, our first uh, collaboration with her uh, for our athletic athletic girl line uh, to really try to support our girl customer and, and have her, you know, own her own confidence. Yeah. And we have our next uh, capsule dropping with her. Let's see, I'm now using like retail speak, like dropping with her. See, I've gotten to the <laughs> Look at you, side. you're there now. Yeah, I'm there, I'm there. Um, but we have our next collection coming at June 26th, uh, sorry, July 26th. And again, we're really leaning into this idea of um, it's not just about the clothes, but it's about how can Simone support these girls on their journey and, and help instill confidence in them. And so there are, there are other elements to the launch uh, beyond <laughs> beyond the idea of they're just being closed for back to school. Right. Uh, there's, there's information for moms on how to support their daughters going uh, back to school, coming from Simone, from her personal experience. There's, uh, there's a bit of a surprise and delight that customers will find when they shop at our retail stores coming directly from Simone oh, uh, very cool. to support girls in, in getting ready for the new school year and, and being excited about that. So, so again, you know, taking her life experience and growing up and, and how she wants to give back um, and really helping her amplify that and having her amplify our efforts as well. You know, it was interesting. I was reading about when Athleta and Simone Biles, now I, re I realize Allison came first, but I want to talk about Simone for just a minute because she was with Nike okay. and, and left Nike 
and I believe she said something to the effect of, you know, I think Athleta stands for everything I stand for, right? There was this, you know, you talk about synergy or whatever, you know, whatever word you want to put against it. I mean, it, it was very much like there was an emotional connection between what she felt and what she felt like Athleta was becoming or was or spoke the same thing. I think the same thing could be true for Allison Felix. Well, she was also another Nike athlete. And there was the whole issue about Nike reducing payments for sponsored athletes for pregnancy related issues and things like that. Can you speak what it means like for for the brand like those two athletes who are so vocal on things beyond just sport, right? The people who have literally looked at people and said, you know, the whole shut up and dribble crowd and kind of raised a, a digit towards them. <laughs> I won't say which one, but I think everybody can kind of figure out. What does it mean like to have those who bring so much more to the table than just athletic performance? I think it speaks what you're trying to do with the brand or what you've been talking about, right? Yeah, and you know, it, what it speaks to is, is our ethos, uh, our idea that we're a women's brand and we're about the whole woman, right? Mm -hmm. So how are we supporting her, her lifestyle, her well-being? Um, helping her with her confidence and making her way through the world, whatever she's trying to achieve, whatever potential she's trying to unlock, um, you know, whether she's navigating issues of career or family, caregiving, finding personal space, all those sorts of things. Uh, our partners are real women too, and they're right. navigating real world issues, whether through their childhoods or in their real lives um and in their everyday current lives and and so we're you know just really proud to have them kind of representative of who we are as a brand and and you know who our customers are as well and you know obviously we've also partnered with alicia keys uh who's pretty amazing herself and um you know very very much you know a, a fierce woman that also stands for you know taking that step back and and caring for yourself and, and those are the kinds of things that we want to talk to our customers about. It's kind of interesting. It takes that idea of performance. I mean, because I think most people think of Athleta as a, as a sportswear brand, but it's infusing that idea of performance to be looking at the entirety of what performance can possibly mean for your customers, whether that's, yes, you want to, you want to be as, as physically capable as you can be in the chosen area in which you want to be physical in but it's career, it's motherhood, it's all the other aspects of what people are trying to become and what performance can mean to them. And these athletes kind of really bring a lot of that to the table just by their, like Allison Felix, and talking about uh, being an activist mm -hmm. and coming right at it, which kind of brings up the next question, right? Because some of the creative around her really leans into that idea of activism. Mm -hmm. of what she talks about. And I was looking at it, it says athlete, mother, and activist on some of the web content associated with where what you have on there. And, you know, when you go back to the early Michael Jordan days, right, when he was talking about, well, why don't you take more of a stand on something, Michael Jordan, he it's the old chestnut, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too. Um, as athletes become more comfortable with activism, does that, I mean, that positively impacts what you're looking for in a brand ambassador now is is activism essential now to athletes who want to be partners maybe not even that's a broader question than just athleta do you feel like that's now something that's integral i don't to be honest i don't know that the, that activism in and of itself is mm -hmm. a requisite i think more it's athletes or you know any sort of individual that that we might consider partnering with um 
basically owning their who they are and their beliefs mm-hmm. and and not being afraid to stand up for themselves i think that to me is, is sort of more what ties to what we're trying to get at which is be empowered mm-hmm. so for for someone that could mean being a very proactive activist um but for <laughs> yeah. some but for someone else yeah. it could mean something else entirely and that's okay too um, i think it's just more about like owning i think it's more just about owning you know, your own power to, um, to believe in what you believe and, and not be afraid to stand up for that or, or speak up about it, which is okay also. Right. We hear the word authenticity used mm-hmm. in this industry a lot, but I think what you're driving at is the heart of that, to be unafraid to speak your mind no matter what the potential consequences are. And someone like an Allison Felix really took a look at, I mean, she really stood up for what she believed in Unfortunately, found a landing place at Athleta who valued that authenticity because it's you saw what it meant to the brand. And that's that's a unique concept because, you know, these are a lot of these athletes, particularly when we're talking about track and field partnerships are that's their bread and butter. Right. Nobody's not 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 too many people are making a living running track and field these days. And so the partners go. So taking that stand is a pretty dramatic uh, opportunity for them and for the brand itself. So it really speaks to, and I'm getting the sense that these are the, the essential issues that you're dealing with on a day in day out basis. Yeah. I mean, I think from my perspective, again, it's about, and as we look at, you know, others that we might partner with next, it's really about, do they have a perspective? Do they have something that's important to them? Uh, Is there a way that they are trying to, to give back or to do more? And again, it doesn't necessarily have to manifest in a way that somebody might consider activism. Yeah, could, could be very quiet intention that is manifesting in ways that that are not super public, but doing a lot of good uh, at the same time. I, I think there's a lot of room for for how that 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 initiative can can manifest in the world. But but yeah, we're really looking at the poten- potential partners for for very holistically, not, mm-hmm. you know, we don't just sit there and say, how many social media followers do they have? Or how many medals have they won? It's really more about who they are as, as a whole person, what's important to them? Um, do they believe in, in empowering their fellow women? Um, and, and are they, you know, on board with the ideas that, that we have of how we can together come together and, and do that tie in with our power of she fund, uh, potentially support, um, you know, initiatives that are important to them as we ended up doing, you know, with Allison and so forth. So I think we're, we're looking at it in a, in a much bigger picture way as, you know, we try to be circumspect about, you know, who, who might be next on the list. Yeah, right. If these are the people who are going to be, go back and use your phrase again, another one that I love, so many things that I'm stealing from you over the course of this conversation. Again, the if they're going to be your voice in the world and knowing how sacrosanct the brand is and what it is you're trying to build there, you have to be really careful about who you're partnering with. And I think that probably speaks to, you've certainly got the big three that you're working with very closely right now, Allison, Simone, and um, Allison Keys, right? Did you say Allison Keys? I did say Allison Keys. You I mean did. Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys. Oh, so terrible. I can't remember. I'm not even going to edit that out because it's. I deserve to be abused for that. Okay. <laughs> but the you know, so athletes have clearly been the focus. Do you see things evolving? Do you see other opportunities for Athleta beyond just the the individuals? Oh, beyond individuals. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So yeah, um, we definitely have um, started to put to put in place some partnerships with, uh, as I was alluding to, kind of like-minded brands, mm-hmm. fellow B Corps, those that are focused on uh, providing empowerment and resources to women that might be coming at it from obviously a different perspective than the apparel industry, mm-hmm. uh, but um, but they have that same intent and are reaching you know a similar sort of customer. So. So we're definitely, uh, you know, proceeding in, in that direction as well. Mm-hmm. And again, holistically, how do we fit together? How do the two companies or brands uh, or organizations fit together, you know, across different elements of the business? So, um, you know, whether it is there's a impact or philanthropy element to it, um, whether there's a loyalty element to it, whether there is a product element to it, you know, all, all different facets that we can look at as, as we explore, uh, you know, those that might be the best fit. Your portfolio is not getting narrower. It's getting very broad. I mean. Yes. Uh, they, 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 my position is new here. Um, yeah. You know, they created it a, a year ago or so. Um, and then I was hired into it with, with the intention that, or, or, or the belief that the partners we had signed to date were, uh, we were excited about and felt like we were heading in the right direction with. And so how do we take the learnings from those, expand on them, really do the most we can with those relationships, but how do we think about taking those learnings uh, and, and expanding it in, into more partnerships and, and more third-party relationships? Well, so let's talk about that for a little bit too, because, you know, like you said, it's a new role and partnerships are a relatively new part of Athleta's focus, right? A, new, a, a sort of a new part in how you're helping spread the message and what it means to, to for it to be part of the Athleta brand and the, and the brand family associated with that. What, what does success look like to both you and the brand as the whole? I mean, clearly the ultimate goal is, you know, sending a message about the, who the brand is and what it stands for, um, ultimately to generate more sales amongst target audiences and things like that. But what are some of the other measures that you're putting against your partnerships? How do you, how, what does success look like? That's the billion dollar question, right? <laughs> you're, you're right. Get an easy one in there before the end. Uh, I mean, you know, our, our, our top priority is to continue to expand awareness for Athleta and who we stand and what we stand for mm-hmm. uh, and, and really, you know, make, make our voice heard uh, to, to women out there who might be prospective customers. So not only uh, our apparel offerings, but again, you know, what our brand values are. So we, we do a number of things to measure against that um, to make sure that, that our message is, is continuing to get out there and, and grow uh, further awareness, uh, you know, for the brand. So that, that is the number one priority. Um, and then, and then we have a number of other internal KPIs based on, on the partnership and, and I'll probably leave that at that. <laughs> You're right. Because I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're fixed and sort of totally easy to understand, right? <laughs> Imagine there is a little bit of shifting. I mean, how do you, so, you know, I'm interested also because, you know, we do talk to a lot of people on the, on the property side and the sales side too. And I'm interested in, you know, how does, when you're evaluating part, what, what's a great way, what advice do you have as someone who worked in sales yourself, right? And you've been on the other side of the table as we started off the conversation. Yep. Like, you mentioned that your inbound communication right now is, what, what's your average for email a day, just out of curiosity? Oh, uh, like unsolicited inbound? Yeah. It's, it's probably a couple dozen a day. A couple dozen a day, just inbound it's, requests, it's people constant. saying, hey, I've heard, you know, yeah. and you get 
jerks with podcasts calling and doing the same. Yeah, it's going to be great after this. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> How do they, you know, what's, what's some of the things that a partner can do to raise to the top of all that volume? What, what do you look for? What do you see? What are, what are some of the things that you think elevate someone when they're trying to reach out to Athleta to try to see if the property or whatever they're representing makes sense for you? I, I think same things that I really tried to do when I was on that side is, mm. is, is research in terms of really understanding as much as I can about who we are. Um, I can't tell you the number of inbound that come in asking if we want to like endorse a male athlete. <laughs> Seems uh, like a miss. And I'm like, you know, that guy seems great. We don't have any clothes that would work for him. <laughs> he seems terrific. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know about that. Um, but also, you know, just understanding, you know, our, our pillars around women supporting women, inclusion, sustainability, you know, um, uh, sustainability is a big one for right. us and, and, and actually is, is probably the, the most interesting in terms of how we get at that through mm -hmm. partnerships. Um, yeah. So, so doing some research and understanding like what are the, the 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 pillars that kind of underpin who we are, what kind of product we sell, who our customer is. Um, we've you know another example. We've been getting a lot of uh, inbound around um, you know NIL. That's like the hot topic, right? Mm -hmm. um, our our core customer is is women thirty five to fifty five, and the the age group that generally would fit with you know their daughter or niece. It's you know our girl customer is six to thirteen. Um, and so a heavy lean into the college athlete space uh, is not a high priority for us. It's it's not where we're putting a lot of focus and right. you know, a, lot, a lot of uh, inbound related to that. So, you know, it's it's thinking about who is their customer, who are they trying to go after? So do I can I even help them reach that? And and I've also I, I found that at least, you know, when I was on the other side, I, I would sometimes see a commercial or something for, or see a brand and done a partnership think, oh, I want to reach out to them and, you know, see if there's something there. And then I do a little bit of research into them and realize like, I will be wasting their time. Like what I'm pitching uh, does, does not fit with who it appears yeah, to be. Square peg round hole. Yeah. So, so I, I tried to not end up in that situation. And I feel like sometimes a little bit of editing uh, on the, on the outreach plan uh, sometimes helps, but you know, if, if you know who we are and understand what, who we are and you feel like, you know, you have something that's a fit for that, then, you know, we're always happy, happy to hear new ideas. And, and we do have a number of different ways. Uh, you know, we obviously have our national partnerships uh, that I lead, but we, we also partner on a more regional and local level um, through our stores and area marketing. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there are uh, opportunities that, um, you know, that are, are more local and, and make sense uh, in that way. And there are sometimes more national or even uh, international in scope that, that makes sense, you know, for our team to take a look at. Fair to say that someone should come to you with the ability to quote unquote, speak in Athleta before they make that initial outreach to you. They have to understand the rhythms, the, the language of the brand, what it is you're trying to accomplish. Uh, that would be preferred. That would be <laughs> Very, very good. Yes. Come to me with some knowledge, not, and don't pitch me any more male athletes. Um, you know, your, your CEO, Mary Beth Lawton said, you know, we set out to completely rewrite the playbook for athlete sponsorships. You feel like you're doing that? You know, I'd say it's, um, it's definitely an interesting challenge because yeah. there are 
inherent building block elements in any partnership. Um, they just kind of need to be there for, mm -hmm. for it to, you know, to manifest through marketing. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that we are doing a really good job kind of thinking out of that box and trying to, to, to make these really about holistic support. I mean, I keep coming back to that word, but it really yeah. that's what it is. And, and also, you know, I mean, you see how small the quote unquote roster is at the moment and, and it's going to get bigger, but we really want to focus on the individual and how that partnership can really become something more than, um, and not worry about just accumulating a large roster that happens to be wearing our shirts. Yeah. yeah deep rather than broad. Yeah. So, um, I, I think those deeper, more focused relationships is where we're going to continue to play. And that allows us to really build a relationship behind the scenes that allows us to understand our partner, allows them to understand us and allows it to become more holistic. How do we end up supporting girls? How do we end up supporting moms in need of childcare, maternal health benefits, things like that? Yeah. How do we end up supporting, um, women in, in need of, you know, personal self-care space and how do we do those things? It's because we understand who our partners are because we, we have the bandwidth to really take the time to get to know them and, and understand what that is. And, and if we're trying to build out a, a roster of 2000 athletes and celebrities, like we're, is, we're never going to be able to do that. It's, it's going to, it's going to fall back into, um, you know, feeling a lot like, you know, what else is out there? No, no knocks on anyone else, but it's going to kind of fall back into that. But it speaks to that ability to look at the people you're working with and concentrate activity around them to really get into the depth of what that relationship can bring to the table. And because it sounds like you've got such a clear eyed sense of what it is you're trying to accomplish, it allows you to focus on, it. you know, what you're getting into, you know, what those athletes and other things are bringing to the table to build your brand to generate the sales to reach the market It'll, that that kind of again we use it a couple times holistic approach but that one's the one that's just allows you to be a mile deep rather than a mile wide all right so i want to finish up with sort of a big broad question just sort of about this moment in women's sports right because women's professional soccer matches they're, they're selling out uh the nationals team just got pay equity with the men uh, I mean, WNBA is celebrating its 25th year. It's, you know, it's a pretty remarkable moment, feels like, or at least the, you know, the wheel is really starting to spin for women's sports in a way that it struggled to do so previously. Um, and as someone who's worked in women's sports for a long time, and it's currently working for obviously a company that's very interested in supporting women in those moments. I'm wondering if you just take a minute to reflect on this moment. Like, what does it mean to you? And what do you see and what are your hopes for things as they go yeah. forward? It's, it's a really interesting time. I mean, I don't want to date myself, um, but I, but I've been around for a while and uh, you know, I was, I was there with the U S women's national soccer team and they were playing in stadiums that held 5,000 people and, uh, yeah. and they would stay at the end of a match and sign autographs for all 5,000 people. And, um, yeah. and those 5,000 people included, you know, boys and girls and, dads and moms and and you could see the seeds being planted and you know to be honest I, <laughs> I thought I thought the fruits from those seeds would come sooner than 25 uh, <laughs> right, or so years later hard, yeah. um, but they really laid this this groundwork um all, all, all the you know women athletes um that kind of came before and I mean look we're in a weird time right now in general in this country and we just celebrated 
major milestone of Title IX. Yep. And that has had a massive impact on the opportunities for girls to participate, which means that it has increased opportunities over time for girls to be able to excel. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of also what's gotten us to this moment is that the women that compete at an Olympic national team professional level are exceptional mm -hmm. in terms of the performance. So the games are exciting. The quality of play is exciting and they're driving TV viewership to your point. They're driving, you know, in, in-person attendance, they're driving broad fan bases and it's a pretty big deal, you know, for, um, for, for everybody, you know, that's been working all along the way. And, uh, you know, I think, I guess myself included, you know, I, I'm just happy to have, you know, played a part, uh, early on. And, and I was, uh, I was actually at a meeting of a number of amazing women a few weeks ago. And, and I said, it's actually pretty cool at this point, you know, when I started out, we were, you know, knocking our heads against the wall, right. We're trying to get resources. We're, we're trying to get big brands to, to come and put their money behind, you know, these women athletes and, uh, these sports. And now I'm not only is it at this moment, but I'm now on the other side where I have not a lot, but I have some resources to actually further add fuel to the fire, so to speak. And that's actually very exciting for me. Um, you know, is how, how do we take this momentum and just keep going, keep stoking the fire. Yeah. I mean, the rate, you know, the ratings for WNBA, the ratings for NWSL, they're great. You know, they're on par with a lot of men's sports and that's super exciting. And so what, what we need is for the dollars to follow that, right? Like, I think, I think there are a lot of folks still out there in, in the industry in general and in marketing in general that have a perception of where women's sports is at. And so assume that the dollars need not follow because they assume they're significantly less in terms of, you know, media viewership, interest uh, in the news stories, interest in the personalities, but they're not. A lot of it is there. Mm -hmm. And so not just myself and Athleta, you know, putting dollars and, and effort uh, and resources, you know, behind, you know, continuing to amplify. But I think it's a huge opportunity for other brands uh, and media companies, especially, you know, to invest more in, you know, putting these games on on larger networks and with broader reach and and taking advantage of that and, and selling in the advertising dollars because the viewership is there. It's all super exciting. And again, I'm just kind of, I, I mean, I have some level of pride of, you know, having been there sort of justifiably on. so still sticking around maybe the seeds didn't grow <laughs> quite as fast as you maybe had hoped but it sounds like it's something that you are definitely like able to look take a lean back in the chair a little bit from your perspective and say you know what it's come a long way still ways to go and but yeah. i mean my goodness it's uh, it's exciting to see um jen rottenberg thank you very much for joining me today uh, but before i let you go uh, uh -oh. we're we're going to do a quick lightning round uh, uh, these right. are these are these are questions that I have not uh, forwarded to you at all, um, but I'm going to ask you to answer with as quickly as you can. The first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Probably not. Probably not. Okay, but okay. we're going to go do it anyway. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Go. yeah. All right. If I put the under over on the number of requests I've gotten from my wife about getting athletic gear from this interview at five, would you take the under or the over? <laughs> over. Yeah, that's easy. All right. You're originally from Massachusetts, correct? Correct. All right. So in your best accent, please say Marky Mark likes to fish for shark in the dark near Gloucester. Marky Mark likes to fish for shark in the dark near Gloucester. 
That is outstanding. All right, you're also a Boston sports fan. So uh, greatest sports moment in the history of all sports. Oh, but it doesn't have to be Boston specific, right? It, well, kind you're of, yeah, it does. No. Greatest moment is the U.S. women's soccer team victory at the Rose Bowl in 1999. All right, 1990. We're just actually celebrating the Brandy Chastain yeah. moment the other day. Yeah. It was all over. All right. all right, well, what's the best Boston sports moment then? Uh, Red Sox first World Series. Okay, very good. Uh, you were chief marketing officer for the Fan Controlled Football League, uh, where fans get to call uh, the team plays. Yes. Uh, should Bill Belichick be concerned for his job? No. Okay. Uh, last one. As a Princeton and Harvard graduate, please describe people who went to Yale in one word. You can't even muster them. I word. can't even. There's no <laughs> word. There's no word. <laughs> Jen Rottenberg, thanks for spending time with us today and good luck with everything. Thanks, Dave. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this ADC Partners podcast. For more information about ADC Partners, please visit our website at adcpartners.com.